When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. This is Duck Insight. This is Duck Insight. Insight on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Do so. 
Yeah. I knew you were going to so go you know, there. Well, I knew it. I, you know, too easy. I, too easy. I've, I'm getting to the point where I've been around you long enough to start thinking like yeah, you a little that's, bit, that's and it's, it, it's, it's kind of freaking <laughs> yeah. me out. Um, Ooh, that could get you in a lot of trouble. I was talking to Terry Johns earlier today. I'm sorry. And there were a couple moments. Ching. Yeah, that was okay. good. There were a couple moments where I thought, hmm, I just said something that Jerry would say <laughs> this time. And I, and I laughed, I and, and I said that to Terry, and he just goes, oh, no. <laughs> 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 All right, we got a busy show coming up today. Uh, Rob Mosley, the editor-in-chief, GoDucks.com, will join us coming up shortly. Ducks are going to practice this afternoon as fall camp rolls on. Um, we're going to hear from Marcus Arroyo, the co-offensive coordinator, the quarterback's coach, tight end's coach, passing game coordinator. He's got a really long business card. Does windows, too. Yeah, I, I hear. I hear he does good work. Yeah. Um, and he, he's, he wears the blue shirt to change oil and rotate That's tires. Right. So, That's you right. know, Park he's got the blue-collar shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcus Arroyo, we'll hear from him coming up shortly. Uh, Mario Cristobal as well. Some good things to say about some young offensive linemen. Are you seeing a theme here? Young offensive linemen, a lot of good ones. Mario Cristobal has got maybe the strength of this team. I think that you could certainly make an argument. We'll talk about that coming up. Jim Levitt, as fiery as always. He had a Pepsi or five. And Justin Herbert, we're going to hear from him, as well as my conversation with Jonah Moy, which is a really good one. I think Jonah Moy, a big key to this defense this year. I missed the last two days. I was out of town, uh, family, uh, and uh, so I feel like I'm so out of touch. So I'm going to follow your lead a lot. But you're right, young offensive line, depth at offensive line. I think with the running backs, definitely the strength of this football team. It's going to be a fun, fun year. And by the way, we've got a preseason show to tell you about. The Oregon football kickoff special live from the Blitzlad Tap House in Portland on Thursday, August 24th, 7 to 8. We'll discuss fall camp, keys to the upcoming season, and more. Grab a cold one, come out, enjoy the show. Blitzlad Tap House located 2239 Southeast 11th Avenue, and tune in on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Always fun to head up to Portland for Next our kickoff week. special. Next, Next week. week. Yeah. Next Thursday. We are seven days away. They got a great tap list, though, and unfortunately, we won't be able to enjoy that till after the show. But Wait a minute. Did that, like is that what it said in the small print? I was looking. There's fine print on the back. I don't know if you can oh, read it. Oh, cannot enjoy. Oh, I got that shot. Yeah, uh, cannot enjoy depth till after the show. Okay. Per FCC gotcha. regulations. <clears throat> Actually, so. that's not an FCC regulation. Is it not? No, it is not. I don't believe you. No, it's totally I really don't believe you. Totally I honestly 100% don't believe you. No. Your Facebook comments and questions as well. Um, Jerry Allen is here, which means he's going to answer all your Facebook comments and questions today. Yeah. Bring it on, folks. Bring it on. Throw it at me. See if it sticks. Oh, that's gross looking. <laughs> that's a bad image. We kick off today's show talking with Marcus Arroyo. He met with the media, the co-offensive coordinator, talking about where they're at in fall camp. And, well, it gives a little bit of an update on the quarterbacks, what he likes from Taylor Alley, and how the passing game is coming together. Marcus Arroyo meeting with the media. How do you grade the scrimmage for your position group? Oh, I thought we had a good day. It's just good to get out there and, and get some live ball, uh, get things graded, put some film on tape that's kind of more game-like situations. Um, get a lot of, you know, about 100 plays to, to go through and, and grade and be critical and have a chance to continue to press through. What were your impressions of the guys behind Justin Herbert? They did a nice job. Braxton and Taylor were, you know, obviously bringing Taylor back from spring, back over to quarterback. Uh, you know, he's a swing guy. He's been a, a huge component of us as a team and a perfect example of what you're asking someone to do for the team, and he's been great. Braxton continues to, uh, to grow as a, as a true freshman coming in early, and uh, they've got to continue to make those gains. Is the film room sessions after the, that scrimmage more important almost than 
the actual scrimmage itself of being able to teach them in a game-like situation. The film rooms is important as game situations for us. We try to make it that way. We got the, our guys try to understand, and we get them to try to understand that that mental reps can be a game rep if you put yourself in that situation. And so every chance we get a chance to coach a play, whether it be on film or in a film in a meeting or on the field or in a walkthrough, is really important for us, especially with as youthful as we are in a lot of situations and a lot of positions. Last year, Justin connected with his tight ends as much as he did as his wide receivers for touchdowns. Obviously, a group that had a lot of turnover at tight end. What are you seeing now a couple weeks into camp at tight end position and stepping up, guys stepping up? They've done a nice job. I think in spring, we came away thinking you know, um, that our tight ends were going to be really valuable, and they did a nice job, and they've continued to, in camp, um, push on, you know, teaching some new schemes, teaching them some different things out there. Brilliant's doing a nice job with really probably a third of a hand. He's got a one Q-tip on one and a thumb on the other, and I don't think he's dropped a pass since, knock on wood, but um, they're doing a nice job. They're coming along, and I, I think the, the physicalness we're trying to coach is something that's really important in the trenches with those guys, and um, they've embraced that with the O-line, and uh, it's been good. you see a difference in Braxton and the, the time between he left for spring and came back in summer? Yeah, physically and mentally. Uh, I think that that's another part of having a kid who comes in early. You get a chance to go home, work out a little bit, be around mature as far as, okay, I know what to expect. Um, his body changed over the summer a little bit. Um, but again, there's a long ways to go. That true freshman year, they're really, really trying in a lot of ways, you know. Have you figured out how you want to use the running backs in the pass game and not not so much as moving guys to slot position like Taj, but using Royce, using Kanai and so on out of the backfield and running them running out? We've got we've got a nice little package for them. I think that we can't we, we've we've analyzed that early. That'll continue to develop because I think they're strength of what we do in a lot of ways. So um, yeah, we've got an, a, a good idea of what we want to get done, and that'll continue to be a, a an important part of what we do. Is it a pretty versatile package? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, a lot has been made of Herbert's demeanor, and Taggart has said that the team could really benefit from hearing what he's saying during practice. What are some of the things you hear from him out of practice? Yeah, I think that's just part of the maturity process. I think that's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to get guys to mature as fast as we can um, in a way that's best suited for the team development. And I think at that position, uh, him going and, and collectively being a part of the group and emphasizing the fact that what, what we need to get done is an important part, give him ownership and give the team ownership. Um, he's done a little bit more every day, which is really nice. And you got to do it first with your body of work, and then you can work out work from there. And, and I think that's what we've really tried to emphasize and, and obviously he's done a great job in the offseason with the guys you can tell that he's locked in and engaged and and, and, and has a real good mindset trying other positions it looks like receiver punt returning is that more an indication of the other guys ahead of him being more solid and your position more solidified no, that goes to what i said i think a week ago which was we're going to find a we're going to utilize him in whatever way we feel is most valuable you know um and he's valuable in that way an athletic guy who came in we knew was an athlete and we're going to find a find a way to finesse him in a, in a couple different areas as we as we move him to, through the pipeline, you know? Have you seen these true freshman developments three weeks in now, and I assume all of them kind of know that they're going to have an opportunity to play this year. Does that increase a little attention for them, knowing that, hey, they might be called upon and there's... Yeah, and we've magnified that focus. I think we made that statement earlier. They're drinking to a fire hose, but they've got to understand we're a young team and that we've got positions that need that need some depth, and they've got to go. And so we've magnified the focus as far as them understanding you're young, but you, if you got if you want to play, you came here to play. We're going to be able to play the best guys, regardless of their age. And I think you know they've done a good job. We're in the you know three weeks now, and we're kind of hump week. And you know there's all the reasons that everyone in the country is kind of going, ah, and and we're not, we're not allowed to do that. We we got to push through that, and and those young guys are are experiencing it right right away. So which is good. So breaking through that a little bit. 
Yeah, at times. Maybe, at times. Just when you'll find out. Yeah, at times. Yeah, yeah. You'll find out here. This is a good week for finding out and, and teaching guys. They got to grind through it, you know. Um, but they've all, they've all, every day they've had a chance to, to show us that they've got one better one thing, and that's what we're looking for, you know. Willie said to some effect yesterday that he doesn't have any. Um, I guess any intention of redshirting guys is that to say he doesn't know who he wants to redshirt and they're just, you guys are just planning on handling that at the end of camp to get ready for the regular season? Yeah, and that's a corner office decision. I'm just down the hall. Coach Taggart said also that he sees guys more ready for college nowadays and are you seeing that slash also how do guys that are, it's their first college fall camp, do you see them in this week three kind of like, whoa, this is a little more difficult than that high school stuff? Yeah, I think it's just the, 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 the grind. The grind is just different, you know. Um, I, I, can't, I can't speak to too much exactly what it's up. I, just more than anything, college ball as a young freshman, you're just, it, it's, it, at this point, you start to realize it's a, it's a load and your body's starting to, to go, okay, it's a little different feel. Um, and so we're working through that, and that's what everyone in the country is doing right now, you know, get, trying to get that mental toughness built up and get us to week one where everybody's ready to rock and roll. Royal co-offensive coordinator, quarterbacks and tight ends chatting with the media. And I, I think, you know, we're getting to the point, Jerry, where it's the dog days of summer for fall camp. But it's kind of funny because normally this is the end of the third week and it's actually yeah. the end of fall camp. I've actually I've actually had to adjust my own timing a little bit because this is normally when it's like, OK, final fall camp storylines, getting ready for a depth chart, getting ready for game week. And it's like, oh, wait. There's another week of fall camp with the rule change this year. It's a little different. Yeah, it is. But, I, you know, to me, I, I just take it one day at a time. This is just another day of practice. Uh, it'll be the same thing tomorrow. Monday, Tuesday, next week, another day of practice. It won't be to that final week before the first game that I'll really start dialing in the depth and really starting to work on the opponents that much. So, it for me, it's still very much fall camp. And, uh, you know, uh, there's not exactly a ton of information on Southern Utah yet. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I did go to the website. Yeah. Sort of, <laughs> sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I've got my my big preview magazine, and they're, yeah. they're, unfortunately, they're not in the preview magazine. No, What's so. up? You know, much smaller school. Much they smaller. don't have the department. They don't yep. get everything done as early yep. as so. Uh, but um, it, the focus, very honestly, in that first game is not on the opponent at nope. all. It's all on Oregon. That's right. All right. Well, we're gonna see if uh, one Freddie P. Soft has caught up with Rob Mosley. Who? That is coming up. Rob Mosley, there in Chief Godex.com, joins us next on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win, giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. Since the people of Oregon created the lottery in 1984, over $3 billion in lottery funding has helped Oregon business do more business, supporting projects that create jobs now and lay the groundwork for more in the future. Much of what the lottery funds isn't glamorous, but to Oregon's workforce, it's beautiful. The Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Lottery games are based on chance and should be played for entertainment only. This is Duck Insider from IMG. From IMG. America's home for college sports. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. 
This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, and a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Oh, hi. Right now, I'm getting a remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. Now, if you could let me down. <clears throat> See, I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. And before we left, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, then made sure it was cold. <clears throat> Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. We welcome you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Three wide here in the Mashovsky Center with the Duck Store behind us. He's Jerry Allen. He's the editor-in-chief of GoDucks.com. Rob Mosley. Has Freddie P. Soft caught up, Mose? Oh, well, that would help. Is that better? Can Sorry. That, no. that's, on, that's on the producer. He speaks very softly. Soft caught up with me. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That was pretty funny, by the way. Freddie P. Soft, you're keeping the practice reports fresh. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned Freddie once before, but uh, not often enough that he's probably uh, taken hold in the uh, the greater uh, Oregon football fan lexicon. But, yeah, he's a character, this imaginary character that uh, Coach Taggart invokes all the time. Uh, Freddie P. Soft will uh, – He'll, he'll jump on your shoulder pads and start whispering in your ear, telling you not to go hard, not to practice hard. Too hot. You're too tired. Uh, it's you know it's only the middle of August. You don't have to go hard because games are so far away. And uh, it's a humorous thing, but obviously a serious concept that he wants the guys going hard sure. all the time. So uh, it's it sticks in your head. Good old Freddie P. Soft. So uh, <laughs> and Ducks are trying to trying to avoid him right now, and <laughs> definitely right in the dog days in the middle part of camp right now. Are you embracing the suck? It doesn't suck too much for me. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I stand on the, the sideline, and I drink coffee. I eat a donut every once in a while. If it's hot, You I'll did put away your donut pretty quick yesterday. Yeah, I'll abscond to the shade if it's too hot. It's, I don't have to. I don't have to. Embra- I can run from the suck. I can hide from the suck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the guys have to embrace the suck, and uh, I think they're doing pretty good. You know, I do think, you know, this week – hasn't had quite the intensity of the first couple of weeks. You know, the first week, everybody's excited and ready to go. Second week, you start putting on pads and really hitting. You have the first scrimmage. Um, You know, there's a lot of cool things to look forward to that way. This week is just about putting in the reps, going through the motions of repping all the plays over and over again to to hammer home concepts. So there's another scrimmage coming up that guys will, I think, wake up for a little bit. But this is, I mean, if there's ever a week that you just got to kind of put your head down and grind through it, it's this week. Guess what you don't want to do, or what the coaches don't want them to do, is just going through the motions. I think that's what, that's what Coach T is Absolutely. talking about, is don't just come out and go through the motions. Go hard every play. Find a way to get better every day. And so, um, you know, you're right. This time of the – you get to this point in camp, and it's hard. I mean, you could say do that. Right. But it gets hard to do it. Right. And, even you know, Jim Levitt, who is, you know, as uh, energetic, as intense as any coach, even said yesterday that, yeah, it's just it's, – it's hard to do, and it's hard for the coaches. You know, yeah. players want to play a game at this point – Coaches want to coach a game at this point, but you got to recognize the value of, of these practices and getting out of it what you can. You know, one thing I think that does keep pushing guys too is this t- uh, recruiting class that came in this year is no joke. And there's a lot of guys. Coach Taggart said the other day they currently don't have any plans to redshirt anybody. 
Um, you know, there's a couple offensive linemen. I'd be shocked if, if they were in the rotation. And, you know, maybe one of the safeties or, or a couple of the safeties could maybe be uh, candidates to redshirt. But there's a lot of guys uh, taking reps. I mean, for as good as the running backs are, Cyrus Habibilikio, uh, Darian Felix, C.J. Verdell, these guys are getting reps with the ones and the twos still. So if you're a veteran on this team at a lot of different positions, y- you know, you better not uh, – uh, let up, you know, you, Take time you, you off. better embrace yeah. the suck. You better avoid Freddie P. Soft because there's some dudes that are coming for your job. Competition I, always yeah. makes you absolutely, better. Absolutely, absolutely. I thought it was really interesting, too, that Coach Tagger talked about how, what he thinks kind of the modern evolution of football. You don't really see red shirts as much anymore. You know, he, I think and that kind of speaks to there's, this staff is very engaged in the recruiting landscape, and I think we're kind of seeing that, right, in the reflection of him saying, well, you're, you may not redshirt. We want guys to come here and start right away. I think that it's kind of different to hear a coach saying that, isn't it? Yeah. It, the, what struck me about that, too, is I think of him as being an old-school guy, and I think of this mm-hmm. staff having old-school values. It's it's ironic because, you know, they're younger and they're different than the last stuff in a lot of ways, but in some ways I think they're more old-school and traditional than the, than the last staff was in a lot of ways. And yet there's a way that, that Coach Taggart's saying, yeah, that's old school, and old school doesn't necessarily apply in this case. Uh, you know, the, the thought that, it, like, you know, most of your class is going to redshirt. Um, you know, uh, you, there's going to be some tough decisions to make. A, a Braxton Burmeister. Um, right. You know, if Justin Herbert uh, somehow, by the grace of whoever, imagines to stay healthy this whole year, uh, you know, do you play Braxton Burmeister to get him some experience, or do you hold him out and, and think about his long-term development? Um, considering, you know, Herbert probably has at least one more year around here. Um, you know, th- there's going to be some not there's going to be some some not easy decisions to make. But, uh, uh, you know, that's that's for us, for us watching. That's going to make the next couple of weeks real, right. real fun to watch is, OK, who are the dudes that are really cementing roles? Uh, and, and then who are the dudes that are it's you're going to have to accept that? Yeah, you're, you're probably going to be a scout team guy this year. And uh, you better try to get the most out of that. First thing that really impacted freshman playing, 85 scholarship. I mean, you started yeah. to see freshman playing right away. And then the other big factor is how many guys coming back are veterans and are quality players? How many spots are there available? So, um, I mean, we've seen, you know, six, seven freshmen play uh, some start in the past. But this group seems to be just more ready to play than any we've had in a while. Yeah, but, you know, you look at cornerback and where, you know, Tyree Robinson played there last year. Uh, Arion Springs, Ugo Mati, yeah. uh, Ty Griffin is making a push, and he's a veteran guy. So you wouldn't have looked at cornerback as a spot where there was an opportunity. But Thomas Graham comes in <laughs> in the spring yeah. and right away starts to look like one of the best players on the team and just competitive as all get out. Uh, last week was really funny because I thought last week was the first week where I was like, wow, Thomas Graham's really not sticking out. I wonder if sort of, the, you know, he's a guy who is having to battle through some things because practi- yeah. practice he's just not sticking out a lot. Bloom and out. then we get to the scrimmage and the light goes on, back on for him. And the first turnover is him stripping David Davis on a deep ball and coming up with a fumble recovery. So, you know, just a guy who anytime the competitive lights are on, he answers the bell but not at a position where you necessarily would have predicted it. Uh, you know, a defensive tackle, you know, the fact that the, the, the two nose guards, Austin Fowley and, and Jordan Scott are freshmen, not shocking. There was a need there, particularly with the switch to 3-4 and, need, and the need for a different kind of defensive tackle uh, in that defense. But then the running backs, again, you wouldn't have thought there was a need at running back, and yet with Taj Griffin moving out to the slot, you know, Darian Felix, to me, looks like a guy who's going to play. Cyrus Habibi-Likio, 
could be a guy that plays. Uh, C.J. Verdell, if they needed to, certainly could help this team. Um, you know, he, that, they might have the luxury of redshirting one or two of those guys, but the, you know, if they did, if they couldn't, those guys could help. So, um, yeah, you know, some of these guys came in just ready to compete and ready to work. I think you know they they were sold on the idea that hey, coming off a four and eight season. Uh, none of the veterans' sure. jobs were, were were safe, so that's motivating the veterans, and it's motivating the new guys too. Rob Mosley, editor in chief, GoDucks.com, joining us. And you talked last week with me about how wide receivers position you're really going to watch. What have you seen in the last week, and you're starting to kind of piece together what the depth's like there? Yeah, just the ga- it's just been a game changer. Th- this week, uh, you know, if you've watched or, or read practice reports uh, in either format. Uh, the the, the uh, passing game, the offense in general has really clicked. The passing game has really clicked. And I just think it's not a coincidence that, you know, Dylan Mitchell, who was out the first week, Charles Nelson, who missed some time the first week, uh, Alex Afadle, who missed a bunch of time the first couple weeks, those guys are all back. Um, you know, the, uh, Justin Herbert's got chemistry, established chemistry with those guys. He's not trying to build it. And, uh, you know, the the, the offense is, is really starting to look like we're used to seeing it around here this week and, and the last couple of days in particular. Uh, I still – Johnny Johnson's a guy I'm watching, a freshman who I think has a chance to impact the two deep. He's a, uh, a big, strong kid, even though he's a true freshman, and, and he hangs onto the ball. David Davis is fast. He's, his hands have been more consistent th- uh, this last week or so than the first week or two. Um, but, again, he's a guy who might be on the bubble. Is he in the mixer or is he not? You know, and then Brennan Schooler's addition – uh, you know, he's just a guy that can go up and Playmaker. get the ball. Yeah, you know, when he first moved, some of those veterans were out, and so he had a ton of chances to really stand out. And, I, you know, I don't think I was alone in thinking, man, maybe this guy could, like, be the leading receiver on the team. But since Mitchell's come back, uh, he's really looked good and, and kind of reminded you why he was such a highly touted recruit. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the spring game last year, he made a couple of big plays um, with, with Prukop. So, uh, you know, he, he's really a guy who, who, who's going to be an impact player for this team and has been already this last week. Charles Nelson, we know what he can do. So getting those guys but back has really helped. All of a sudden there's depth at wide receiver. Right, right. I mean, I really think there is. I don't know if there's proven depth. Not proven. But, 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 but when you can go into this week where, where the guys who were like the ones last week are now the twos, yeah. you go, okay, that's pretty yeah. good, you know, because no. those guys got a ton of reps the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, if, if, if the veterans had been good to go from day one, who knows what role Brendan Schooler is playing right now. If he had switched sides of the ball, he s- certainly would have gotten the reps he, he, he got. Uh, same with Johnny Johnson, David Davis, and all those guys. So, uh, yeah, it's a much more – they've gotten much more practice ex- experience than they would have otherwise. And, uh, yeah, it'll be intriguing to see if those guys can help now. Um, but, the, but the veteran group looks like the veteran group, which is good to see. You ready for the fall season to officially kick off tomorrow with Oregon soccer? Yeah, I'll be there watching with bells on, ready to see the uh, the hashtag breakthrough uh, effort begin. I'm, That's right. I'm really intrigued to watch that team. I can't say I'm the world's biggest soccer fan, uh, but uh, I'm you know I'm really rooting for them. You know, if you Coach just say Mertz. you're a football fan, right? Yeah, that applies. That's right, applies yeah. for both. Yeah. Covers everything. Yeah. But I'm really you know rooting for Coach Mertz and and those guys to you know they're they're laying it out there. They want to contend for a. a, a a conference title and you know that's like saying you want to win the sec in football or the acc in basketball they know that and yet they feel like they've got the pieces and they feel like hey the time it's you know it's 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 put up or shut up a little bit you know hey yeah it's time to it's time to do it's now or never so uh it'll be fun to watch them go for it uh cat, cat Mertz going against her her alma mater yep. which i'm sure they'll be that'll be a little weird for her uh, not the first time but still a little strange um, and, a, and a good program uh, with a good tradition. So uh, it would be a nice nice first step for them to take uh, Friday night. It officially starts on Friday, another season. Yeah, let's athletics. do it. Yeah, the other day I, I did uh, 
some soccer stuff in the first thing in the morning, and then I was out at volleyball media day, and then football practice in the afternoon. So, just I just needed a cross country runner to go running by at some point. <laughs> I could have knocked you're out right. the whole yeah, fall. You're ready one to go. Day. Yeah. That would have been that would have been the perfect day. That is that a perfect day totally. for the writer? It's like a you know you got your bingo card or something. <laughs> That's or right. A, you know you <laughs> yeah. cross them all off. Yeah, <laughs> crossing them off. Yep. I like it. Yep. Hey, Rob Mosley, editor in chief, Godux.com. Hey. Appreciate it. Well, well you're a young guy. We established that. Yeah, he's the old timer. Yeah, that's right. I am. No doubt about it. You sound older. Yeah. You don't look older, but you do sound older. Face for radio, though. I mean, we all look the same. Can't can't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, That's the way that it is. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck at practice today. Thanks, guys. You do donuts in the morning. What do you do in the afternoon? Yeah. uh, You know, I got my PB&J. That really usually fuels me for a few hours through the afternoon. Chocolate milk. That's good. I'm a man of routine. PB&J. Every day. <laughs> Never go wrong with that. <laughs> Never go wrong. Never go That's wrong. right. All right, coming up next, Mario Cristobal. Going to hear from the co-offensive coordinator. Talking about some good offensive linemen that he's got and some thoughts on the young guys, too. That's next. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Welcome to Slocum Center Minute. Slocum Center physicians are located here in Eugene and are the orthopedic team physicians for your beloved Oregon Ducks. Joining us today is orthopedic surgeon Dr. Donald Jones. Doc, what are the most common sports injuries? Without a doubt, ankle sprains are the most common sports injury. Ankle sprains typically result from a twisting or a turning type mechanism, and they can occur during sport or following an awkward step. Now, there are varied degrees of, of injury. These tough bands of tissue, which are called ligaments on the outside of the ankle, hold the bones together. With a typical twisting injury, they can either be torn or strained or partially torn. Most of these injuries heal without surgical intervention when treatment is initiated early on in the process. Is there ever a simple ankle sprain? Not really. Today, we don't recognize ankle sprains as simple problems. We believe that every ankle sprain should have Immobilization early, which means non-weight-bearing for a short period of time. We recommend that ankle sprains be iced for at least 15 minutes several times a day. We recommend compression with either an ace bandage or a sock. And, of course, elevation is very important as well. Several weeks after an injury, a dedicated physical therapy program is strongly recommended to institute these four entities. And we feel that with appropriate treatment, Return to full activity can be expected in almost all cases. Thank you, Dr. Jones. That was the Slocum Center Minute brought to you by Slocum Center for Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Orthopedic team physicians for University of Oregon Athletics since 1967. Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. Oregon's bottle deposit and return system. Since 1971, it's been a big victory for Oregon, keeping containers from littering our landscape. And we're big winners again with Bottle Drop, where it's easier than ever to return your bottles and cans. Bottle Drop centers are springing up across the state, run by an industry cooperative dedicated to reducing litter, recycling materials, helping nonprofits, and creating jobs. Enjoy your beverage and Bottle Drop your empties. We'll pick them up. Locate a Bottle Drop near you by visiting BottleDropCenters.com. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insight from IMG. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. 
Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. He's the voice of the Ducks, Jerry Allen. Duck fans, get your radios ready. Jerry will be there on Monday, August 28th at The Cooler, 7.05 p.m. on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Monday, that's right. It's Monday this year, the Oregon Football Coaches Show. Tune in on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. It's all brought to you by The Cooler. It is at The Cooler, voted the number one sports bar in Eugene. Willie Taggart will join us for the first show, differing assistants and coordinators throughout the year as well. In addition, it's going to be the offensive and the defensive player of the week from the previous game that will join us at the cooler for the Oregon so, Football Coaches Show. Who joins week. us for the first week then? That's a good question, and I don't know the answer. I defer to you. You're the expert. What if we can put a request in first week? We probably can. Who's um, the request? Yep, maybe you're probably going to go with a captain on each side. I like it. I'll take it. I think that's a, I think that's a good system. Yeah, but it's Monday this year. Make cool. Jordan that do is it. important to know. Well, Jorgie's the one who does the interview. You know, he so can interview himself. He's you know. That's true. He could be the Pepsi <laughs> player spotlight. No, no, no. Jerry's not interviewing himself. Okay. <laughs> Although, Jerry says that no. would be pretty funny. <laughs> it would be funny. Jerry's it, like, that oh, will no. no, 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 no. We don't want to. Our go friend there. of the program, Aaron Fentress, has done that. Oh yes, he has. You know, he's got, yes, he he's has. done both sides of the argument. Oh, you know yeah. what? I would love to interview Jerry. You should do it. I could throw some good questions. You should at do it one week. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Okay. That'd be pretty awesome. That's on the uh, that's on the agenda. One week we'll uh, we'll do that. Maybe we do that and we save it for. Um, I'm going to knock on wood here, so I'm, I'm taking care of my business. Okay. The bowl special. Okay. When you're there hot, you you're hot, and everybody loves you. And when you're not, you're not, and you're a fool. That's Georgie, <laughs> right there in a nutshell. <laughs> hey, by the way, our first picks of the year are next Friday, because we got two early Pac-12 games next week. So we only Stanford, have two games to do. Yeah, Stanford and Oregon State play, so we got to do a couple picks opening round next I noticed Friday. that you tweeted out that you won last year beating Jordy and I again. We haven't paid you off on your dinner yet. we got to do that soon. Or is That's it a lunch? highlight stuff right there. <laughs> last two years, I've edged Jerry by one. So this year, I think it's Jorgie's year. Because you no. won. You, the, I've only done this with you guys for three years. Liar. And Jorgie won. Or no, you won the first year. I won the last two, and I think the year before when I was helping you guys out on Duck Inside, if I remember right, I think you won that year, well, too. Well, Jorgie won one year in there. He did, did he? get one year. Uh, I, I think Jill remember. was doing the, doing the uh, picks with us. Maybe. Yeah. I can't remember. But the point is, yeah, you owe me one. Come on. No. Well, we're going to pay up. Okay. Not arguing that point. You did win. Thank you. Unfair and square. Unfair and square. Yep. I just was the old soul that picked better than the young guy. Uh, you cheated. Mario Cristobal, the co-offensive coordinator, run game coordinator. Talk about some of his young offensive linemen, including who the number two center has been in practice. Interesting. And yeah. Yeah. He's actually impressed a little bit. Here's Mario Cristobal talking with the media. I've been spoiled. You know, I've been spoiled. I played at Miami when Miami was the best team in the country and coached there when it was the best team in the country. And 
spent some time in Alabama. And heck, our offensive line at Rutgers was underestimated. Some really good players playing in the NFL there. And, you know, being around these guys, they're excellent, you know, in, in my opinion. And being around them, it's exactly what you want. Blue collar, hardworking, uh, unselfish, really unselfish, not worried about accolades and whatnot. They're worried about putting a dent in the line of scrimmage, making sure that quarterback is protected, making sure everyone's on point assignment-wise, and understanding there is no wiggle room for, oh, my bad. Well, I missed on this one. Uh, there is no my bad. My bad is a quarterback checking in a slocum, right, and getting some type of examination. So uh, we don't tread on that world. Uh, we don't want to be a part of that world. We want to be a unit that prides himself on being physical, executing to a T, and making sure that uh, there are never any mental mistakes. Some of your veterans have spoken highly of Forsythe. That's a guy that's really impressive. Maybe he doesn't play, but do you think he's maybe better early on than you Everyone were expecting? Everyone has a chance to play, and he's one of them. Everyone has a chance to play. He's really done a good job of coming in and understanding what we're doing, how to do it, why we're doing it that way. And he's shown. He has certainly been a guy that, hey, he's caught everybody's eye and he's pushing for playing time. What did you like about him playing centers? He seems to be a guy that people say he's had some snaps at, at center. No doubt. Not to mention, you know, he plays with confidence. He's a confident guy, and the center has to have a presence about him. When he comes to the line of scrimmage, he's got to be able to take commands and be able to see it holistically, not just kind of see life through a straw. you got to see the whole thing. Um, and every single freshman has to learn the game as a center. The center is what? Like headquarters, right? The traffic cop. ID stuff, points guys, helps make line calls, gets us right when we're not. So, um, and he's, he's got a great future. And not only that, but all the other positions as well. Does Willie ever ask you and Jim certain things about being a head coach since you guys went through it to kind of help him navigate things, or does he kind of have his own plan and you guys just kind of follow it? Well, I think what makes him awesome is he has a great plan. He has a great plan and a philosophy, and we all are in it 1,000%. We're bought into it. Um, he, he's very welcoming if there's something that can help that, uh, that, we're, that he would like a suggestion, but, you know, judging and watching and being a part of this for the last seven, eight months. How long have I been here? Seven? Something like that? Maybe seven eight, or eight months, right? It's close to eight. I mean, he's got an excellent plan. And um, I mean, everyone's bought in because it's a really good plan. And he's good people doing things the right way. Extremely smart, extremely detailed. And so uh, we're excited about it. You kind of forget you've been a head coach when you, when you get in the grind. You know what I mean? So it's a couple gray hairs ago. <laughs> How do you like Royce working out with the line? I love it. I love. It. I think the more we can get the guys around each other, um, and think about it, running backs. You know, hang out with running backs and skilled guys. The big guys kind of hang out with their guys, and all of a sudden you got like the dude, the guy, hanging out with the big guy. It's pretty cool. You know, Let's see if I can snap the ball today a little bit. <laughs> see what happens. He's gonna be your backup, backup center. Well, yeah, we probably want him touching the ball in different ways. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Mario Cristobal meeting with the media. Thought it was really interesting talking about Alex Forsyth, the potential backup center. They've been rotating a few different guys into that center position behind Jake Hansen, and I think it's going to be something of note. You know, you got to know who the next guy's going to be, and if it's a freshman who can maybe sit a few years, learn from Jake Hansen, who's had a really good career and looks poised to have an even better career, it was kind of cool to hear him talking about a potential freshman that could make some waves. Uh, Jerry Allen on the way out to practice. Uh, they're going to be doing interviews here live with us in the 1 o'clock hour, doing interviews uh, in just about 10 minutes or so. So Jerry's going to go out, get a few interviews. We'll have some of those for you on the show tomorrow. In the meantime, we'll roll through to some defense. Uh, talk with Jim Levitt, the fiery defensive coordinator, next on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
Have you ever wanted your own branded t-shirts? Well, look no further than Enthusiast Media Group, the preferred promotions provider for your Oregon Ducks. With over 1 million items to choose from, EMG is the premier source for branded apparel and other swag items. Whatever you need, maybe business uniforms, club team apparel, school merchandise, or even corporate gifts, EMG has you covered. Use the offer code EMGPROMO to get $50 off your first order. Find us online at EMGPROMO.com. That's EMGPROMO.com. Enthusiast Media Group, bring your brand to life. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win, giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. Duck Insider from IMG. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Sparky the Fire Dog here. Protect your family from fire. Make sure your home has smoke alarms in every bedroom, outside your sleeping areas, and on every level of your home, even your basement. For games and activities, go to sparky.org. We want to keep you, your family, and your community safer from fire. This message brought to you by the National Fire Protection Association and your local fire department. Visit sparky.org. Back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, Oregon Lottery, a proud sponsor of the Ducks since 1995. The lottery has contributed nearly $7 billion to help fund Oregon's public education systems, fueling the future for Oregon students. The Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Talking a little defense, Jim Levitt, the Oregon defensive coordinator, met with the media. Always pretty fiery and passionate. You'll never hear anything else from Jim Levitt talking with the media. Ty Griffin, who's a former quarterback, on the corner. Yeah. Like he's playing for you. What are you kind of seeing in his development? Uh, well, he's got good length. He's got good speed. And, uh, you know, he competes hard. And, you know, I think he's doing some good things. He really is. You know, so. Another guy who switched positions, Elijah, was a former offensive lineman now on the defensive line. Yeah, you know, he, he, they, they, did, they did that a while back, I yeah. think, right before I got here. And uh, he... Uh, uh, he's done some really, really good things, too. He's big, he's strong, 6'4", 295, and, you know, we're expecting him to really help us this year. You know, so he's got he's a, he's a really good guy and, you know, uh, really, really excited about him. They get all the lotion on me okay. I, <laughs> that's been my biggest concern is making sure that I get a good night's sleep, that I make it to the practice field. I don't even think about anything else. All these questions is, you know, and that my lotion's on me so I don't get uh, sunburned in this hot Oregon heat. Direct sunlight. Troy Dye moving from sort of the outside to the inside in, in the scheme. How's he adjusted? Yeah. How vocal is he? I know that's a position where he's got to shout out a lot. Well, he's really a sharp guy, you know, and that's one reason we moved him in there because he can handle a lot of adjustments, 
a lot of checks, a lot of calls, and uh, he's done a really, really good job. I remember, he played safety in high school. Then they played him at outside last year, which is really different from where he's at now. So he's he's uh, he's really been making some really good improvements, and he's a he's got good length, he's a very heady ball player. He, you know, makes a lot of plays, and you know it's it's uh, it's a good position for him. About the midway point of camp, how do you, how are guys handling? Is that, that where we're at? Right through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of go day by day. You kind of lose track of everything. I don't know. I think they're doing a good job. You know, you know, like always, you always hate hearing this because coaches are so boring. You know, when you talk to them, they say, "Oh, there's some good things, there's some bad things," but really is, you know, we're, are we ready to play a game today? No, we need this time. You know, hope we'll be ready to play in a few weeks because we're going to play whether you're ready or not. You see the energy, though, you want to see every day, even though it's kind of ground. Most of the time, you know, at times, you know, you kind of got to, you know, trying to get them going a little bit. But you don't want to have to do that too much. You want them to get themselves going. But, you know, it's normal. I mean, I've been in this for a while, and you get to this part of the year, and, you know, guys, they don't want to keep hitting on each other. They want to, you know, they want to go play games. And same with me, you know, as a coach. You, you know, I don't want to practice all the time. I want to play. You know, that's why I coach, you know, get out there in the games. seems like some of your assistants help energize them as much as anything. Sometimes they're leading the charge in terms of energy on, on the sideline. Is that something you look for those? Oh, they're, they listen, no, I, we've got a great group on that defensive room now. Keith is awesome, you know, with the safeties. Charles with corners and Joe is, I mean, you can't beat Joe. And then, you know, we got Kwame helping us, Akaika. Those guys are just, they're, they're, they're really good. we got a good room. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be around these guys. Really am. It makes Fotu and Lamar good fits for the, the duck linebacker position. Oh, they're heady ball players. They run. They've got good speed. They can uh, they can run with the you know with the receivers, and they can come off the edge without any fear. You know, so those things are really important because they'll be doing all of it. Will you judge this defense base kind of compared to what it was last year? Do you bring in a whole new? And when you look to see improvements, I, I really do you don't. say, hey, they gave up? We're giving up less than last year. Or is it? How, no. how will you judge this? Uh, wins. You know, if we play good enough defense to win and get the ball back to our offense, our offense got a lot of weapons. We need to keep getting the ball back to those guys and let them uh, let them perform magic. You know, because they're they're uh, they're seeing them every day. They're tough to they're tough to slow down now. I'll promise you, they uh, they got some weapons over there. So it's your guys' job to get off the field and get them back. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, and that's I don't I don't think about the past. I mean, I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to go through the, to the next few hours, and I don't think about anything else. I really don't. I've never been like that. No, you said you you didn't feel like this team is is ready to play a game yet, but you feel like they're they're pacing in a way that they will be. I don't know if pacing is the right word. I don't like that. Seems like a jog or something. I don't. That's what I do once in a while, well, very slowly. Uh, no, I think that you know they'll be ready to play. You know, when it's time, you know, but we're not playing today. You know, when it's time to play, they'll be ready to play. I, I'll believe that. I'll, I'll be surprised they're not. That's Jim Levitt, defensive coordinator, talking with the media. And I think that they're seeing the progression that they want. But coaches are always going to want perfection. You've seen that over the course of all of their careers. Uh, my conversation with Jonah Moy, one of the defenders, coming up in just a moment. Still going to hear from Justin Herbert today as well. Head over to Oregon Sports, your official license, Duck Fangry, including Nike sideline and team issue apparel for the whole family. Oregon Sports, two locations, the shops at Gateway in Springfield and across from the Valley River Center in Eugene. How about my conversation with Jonah Moy? It was a good one. He uh, took a pick to the house in the Duck scrimmage last week. I talked to him about that. And his thoughts on where the team is and what he's gotten out of with being with this new coaching staff. Good conversation with outside linebacker Jonah Moy. How's fall camp gone so far? How are you feeling? 
Uh, it's going great, you know, just learning the defense uh, more and more every day. So. I saw you take that pick to the house in your guys' scrimmage. <laughs> what was that like? You get a good feeling in the scrimmage and you pull something like that off? Well, it's always a good feeling getting a turnover, and especially when it's for a touchdown, so it was a good feeling. You starting to get the chemistry of this defense. I mean, how important is chemistry amongst the players and you all getting comfortable in the defense? You starting to feel that a little bit? Oh, yeah, definitely. The, um, with all the meetings that we do, like all through fall camp, you know, Levitt, Coach Levitt uh, does a good job of just, like, making us understand the reason why we do the things that we do in certain plays. And uh, I feel like that's a, like a, um, like that plays like a positive in what we're trying to do in our, uh, this season. So, What's he like on the field? I mean, is he kind of what we expect? He's that fireball that's always drinking Pepsi. Oh, yeah, he's always going. Like, whenever, whenever I feel down, I just look at Levin and he's, you know, he'll get you going. So, What's Coach Woody like? I mean, what, is he kind of a little bit different working with him a little bit? Yeah, Coach Woody's uh, you know, he's an outside backer and special teams coach. So he's just, uh, he, he's good. You know, he just always uh, talks to us about, you know, just having fanatical effort and just, uh, just being technically sound on everything they teach us. So. 3-4. I mean, what, what's different from last year and how comfortable are you with the defense now with the transition back to a 3-4? Um, I wouldn't say less responsibility, but I would say like more freedom and just you know, just giving us a go to just play football and do what we do. I've heard a lot of talk about communication. You feel like the defense is communicating better than it has been in years past, even earlier in the spring or in earlier in fall camp? Well, that's something Levitt wants us to do, so we, we've definitely been talking a lot. And um, not just between the safeties, the linebackers, but like to D line, to the outside backers. So we just, you know, in order for a good defense, we got to communicate. So that's what we're doing. Rest of fall camp, individually, anything you want to work on? What are you focusing on? Um, just, just pretty much. Uh, I wouldn't say playbook, but just knowing like what everyone's doing, really, because at this point we're just like just. Turning out all like the little nicks of the playbooks, just, uh, just trying to perfect it, really. Jonah Moy, good conversation talking with the outside linebacker for the Ducks. And I thought that it was interesting what he brought up, that the communication is still such a big part of this defense. And maybe there's not less responsibility for this team and the defense right now, but it maybe is starting to feel that way a little bit, which is the way that they're going about the communication. And, well, we'll see. It's all going to start with the safeties and then move its way forward for this defense with communication. And that's something that I talked with Keith Hayward about, the Oregon safeties coach. That interview coming up for you tomorrow on Duck Insider, brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. We'll take our final break, come back, and we're going to hear from Justin Herbert, the Oregon quarterback, and also Kevin. I think that's an interesting question about the altitude. We'll talk about that coming up next. It's Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Since the people of Oregon created the lottery in 1984, over $3 billion in lottery funding has helped Oregon business do more business, supporting projects that create jobs now and lay the groundwork for more in the future. Much of what the lottery funds isn't glamorous, but to Oregon's workforce, it's beautiful. The Oregon Lottery, it does good things. Lottery games are based on chance and should be played for entertainment only. 
Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. You're listening to Duck Insider, Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Check out my new time machine. Does it work? Hit the button. Hey, it's Napoleon. Oui. Check out the future. Hey, you have a nice house. Why don't I? You didn't save any money, buddy. If only there was a way I could go back in time and fix that. Yeah. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue, and you can use, like, anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey, bro, toss me that avocado. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This broadcast of University of Oregon Athletics is authorized under rights granted to IMG College, LLC, by the University of Oregon and is intended solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or commercial use of the descriptions and accounts of this game or show without the express written consent of IMG College and the University of Oregon is prohibited. The announcers are selected by IMG College and approved by the University of Oregon. Today's legal disclaimer brought to you by Corson Johnson. Law and life is in sports. You have to enforce the rules to keep people safe. Learn more about how the law can help make our community safer at CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. Corson Johnson Law Firm, proud sponsor of the Oregon Ducks. I'm Joey Mack, and we welcome you back to Duck Insider, the final segment here on a Thursday edition of the program. I thought it was an interesting question on the Facebook stream uh, coming from Kevin. asked, what are the Ducks doing to prepare for the 6,000-foot Wyoming Cowboys Stadium? Mentioned that the Beavers had practice in Bend at 4,000. Good point. And their games are going to be at 5,000, one of them this year. Altitude, he says, quote, and I love this, will turn your lungs and legs into cement and burning taco sauce. Wow. One, Kevin, i got to know where you got that analogy. That is legendary. Cement and burning taco sauce. I'm. That might be the most excruciating pain I've ever imagined. That hurts just to say that. Doesn't it? That's pretty great, though. Kevin, well done. That's a good analogy. Uh, I actually have not asked the coaches if they're going to do any training in higher elevations or things like that, but I know that a lot of times, and I've asked coaches in basketball about this, too, and if in baseball, if it really affects baseball's a little different. I mean, you don't get the cardio in, you, in it as much, but I have asked coaches, they said, well, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, I'll quote George Horton, actually, from baseball. He said, you know, it's kind of like the, 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 the pink elephant in the room, right? As soon as you mention the pink elephant, then everybody's thinking about the pink elephant, and so... Uh, to his point, sometimes you just 
don't talk about it too much and you just go play. Um, but then the other side of it is there are some things you can do in preparation, like getting acclimated to it. And I know sometimes guys will wear those masks that cut out the oxygen. I think that you might see maybe some of that. But honestly, Kevin, I haven't asked the coaches what they're going to do for that. That'll be a question that I will ask them heading into that Wyoming game. Finally on today's show, Justin Herbert, the Oregon quarterback, met with the media. He'll meet with the quarter he'll meet with the media, I should say, once a week here towards the end of fall camp. And moving forward into the season, that plans to be the routine as well. And Justin Herbert talking about his young receivers and, well, really, what things are looking like in fall camp. The Oregon quarterback, Justin Herbert, meeting with the media. What have you done to kind of get them up to speed? They've done a really great job. Uh, I mean they're just about as experienced as we have now, so they're uh, they're out there running routes and they know what they're doing, and um, they're really athletic guys and really really special players. So I think uh, we're going to get them as fast as we can, and, and they've done a great job out there. You think they'll be ready to, to contribute, maybe all four of them this year? Of course, I think uh, I think they're going to be ready to play. I think uh, the coaches have done a great job of, of getting them ready, and so uh, I've got complete confidence in them. Justin, what about the tight ends? Uh, we haven't really heard much about them, but we've heard good things about Matt McCormick and Matt Mariota. So um, can you explain a little more about your tight ends if you're comfortable with them as well? Yeah, I think I think they've done a great job as well. I think um, I've tried to spend as much time as with them as I can and just be around them. And, and uh, guys like Jake Breeland and, and Matt, Matt Mariota and Cam, they've done, they've done a great job. And so I think just the more we're together, the better it gets. Tight ends have been a big part of the Oregon offense in the past couple of years when Mark and, and Chip were here. Do you see that being the same case with, with Willie, even though you guys do have a little bit younger tight ends? Yeah, I, I think so. I think uh, we got a, we have a bunch of plays that are kind of sp- specific for the tight ends and a bunch of run packages that they're really crucial in the plays, and, and uh, the tight ends will play a big role. Drew, scouting report on the Irish this year. Unfortunately, I haven't been able, been able to get over there to watch practice, but uh, I heard they got some uh, great players coming in, so... I think uh, they think they should be pretty good. It is that time of year where we're starting to take a look at what high school football ranks are going to look like around the area. And Justin Herbert, of course, a Eugene native, a Sheldon grad, gets asked what the scouting report is going to look like. And a good answer, I think, from Justin Herbert. Uh, I see a couple questions on the Facebook stream today talking about uh, who are some of the guys that have stood out. And I see Aaron most recently. Who do you expect to have a breakout year? You know, that's always kind of the fun thing in fall camp is you get to think about these guys that are having tremendous camps and if they can translate it to the rest of the season. That's always kind of the question. And I'll tell you, I think that there's a lot of guys that are poised to have good years because, as Coach Taggart has talked about, they're going to play a lot of young guys. You know, he said that he hasn't thought about redshirting yet. If you heard our conversation with Rob Mosley earlier today, we talked about that, that he hasn't really said who's going to redshirt. They haven't really started thinking about that too much yet. And he said that from the very beginning, that he wants guys that can come here and play right away. So you may see a lot of young guys play and perhaps have those breakout kind of years. I think an easy one could be for – and this might even be a little bit of an unfair breakout-type performance, but look at Brandon Schooler, a guy who was a playmaker. Playmaker, the leading interceptor for the defense last year at the safety position, moves over to wide receiver, working with Coach Johnson. I think that he's got the ability to maybe have a very good season. I think Dylan Mitchell, though, is a guy that you're going to look for. Alex Ofadale looks like he's healthy, he's ready to go, but Dylan Mitchell at the wide receiver position, I think Dylan Mitchell could have a big year for this team. That's one guy that I would think about. And it's tough when you ask about a breakout year, who's going to fit that mold? Because a lot of times breakout years are often guys that 
you don't expect to play at all, and sometimes that happens because of injuries. So let's hope that that isn't what goes on this year if you're the Ducks. But I think Dylan Mitchell's a guy that's got the ability, and I'll tell you, we were talking earlier about how the offense has kind of started to click, it seems like, the last week or so, and this is usually the time in fall camp when that happens. But the fact that the offense is really starting to click, as Rob Mosley said earlier, he doesn't think that it's a coincidence that this is happening and you're seeing that sort of clicking on offense when a guy like Dylan Mitchell is coming back from injury. Charles Nelson helps out that as well, but I think you're going to see some good performances from those guys. Wouldn't surprise me if some of the DNs, too, surprise you. Maybe Jordan Scott, that's a guy that I think a lot of people are kind of expecting to have that breakout year. He looks the part. Austin Falio, a guy who's played a lot on the D-line. Maybe you see him have one of those good years. And the guy we hear a lot about is Thomas Graham in the cornerback position. Maybe him as well. So that's a long-winded answer to your question, Aaron. But right now I'd say watch for Dylan Mitchell. I think Justin Herbert and him are going to have a good connection over the course of this season. That does it for Duck Insider Day. My thanks to Jerry Allen. My thanks to Rob Mosley, Randy Anthony back in studio. Tomorrow we're talking with Aaron Fentress. Going to talk with Coach Taggart. A lot more on a Friday edition. We'll talk to you then on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh, my. I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Some people would call him a loser. He ran for state office. He was beaten. He started a business. He failed. He ran for Congress. He lost. He was nominated for vice president. He lost again. But he knew only those who never tried are the real losers. And Abraham Lincoln was no loser. Persistence. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. And all was Benjamin Franklin wise. So you actually think electricity can pass through metal? Ha! Ben Franklin, go fly a kite. Excellent idea. Where where are my keys? Besides the bifocals, Ben invented the Franklin stone. The odometer. Whoa. Oh, and the lightning rod. (laughs) Ingenuity. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. You've been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. A special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. Duck Insider is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.
Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.